What's up, guys? Welcome back to Storytime with Uncle Reddit. My name's John, and this is r slash Entitled Parents. Had a couple requests for this one lately, so I figured let's give it a shot. Why not? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> you serious? I don't know. A lot of these subreddits anymore, there's some really oogie stories, so we'll, we'll make our way through it and see how things go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. Finally getting rid of house guests. My mom, 66, and aunt, 61, got kicked out of their rental. I, her gay and partnered 41-year-old son, was the only one willing to let them stay with us. It was supposed to be just for a few weeks. That was mid-January. Since then, my mom has retired, my aunt has gone part-time, and they have continually tried to redecorate our home, taking down the erotic gay artwork she wanted her grandkids to have a child-friendly home to visit. Saying my bong needs to be hidden, tossing out all the extra kitchen knives, a few were expensive sashimi knives, pans, silverware, packed up my VHS collection to put up their photos and knickknacks. We're not allowed to use spices. My aunt hates them. They've damaged several of my curios, used pledge on my suede leather couch. Ouch. My disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. Nagging me about my single after-dinner cigarette-a-day habit have butchered my garden and made me just feel like a bad guy for not putting up with all their crap. My partner and I have had it. We know they're nesting and had zero plans to leave, so we agreed to pay for their new apartment. I don't give a damn that they'd prefer a house. It's a one bed, one bath, within walking distance to their other sister. So yeah, our nightmare is ending and I can cry I'm so happy. They're leaving in a week, we'll finally have our home back, I can walk around in my undies again, have a beer at breakfast without getting lectured or reminded how I'm fat, Able to make love and not have to be silent, I can kick back and play video games all weekend if I want to. Oh, and I'm going to buy more gay art and display the hell out of it. I don't care if you can't have the young nieces and nephews visit, it's not ever going to be a child-friendly home again. It's weird, I'm stuck with an apartment bill that I don't know if they'll ever take over, but it's so very worth it. We're getting our home back, and that's all that matters. Edit. It will be in their names on the paperwork, but we're just going to foot the bill for the time being. Okay. Where do I even start with this? I can sort of understand, again, riding the fence. That's what that's what Uncle Reddit does, rides the fence. Anyway, I do have opinions. I can sort of see where mom and aunt with small kids and whatever, I can sort of see where they'd want things toned down a little bit. I don't care if it's gay, straight, whatever. If it's not child-friendly, if you're trying to help out, removing some of that stuff out of their view would be helpful. Like I said, I don't care your persuasion. Just inflicting that on kids is, in my opinion, wrong. At the same time, if she's accepting help, she has to accept the help in the way that you're giving it. If she can't do that, then go get another place. Go get your own place. Figure it out. Get another part-time job. Come out of retirement and go pay for your own place. So, yeah, I can, I can see it from both sides here. And living in a house where we have a very large extended family at this point and we all have to share the same and we all have to share all the spaces under the same roof i can understand where feelings get a little weird because you know you want to make where you live yours and i get that so we we've had to back off and taken some input from the kids and grandkids and they've had to lighten up a little bit and realize that they're not going to come into a house we've had for over 20 years and just take over. It, there's got to be some happy middle ground here, you know. They are helping pay bills, so I can't complain about that. So there's give and take all the way around. And if you can't live like that, then uh, yeah, you made the right call. They need to be gone. 
So, Eesh. I don't care that your horse doesn't really like my kids. Let my little angel ride him. Context. This happened six months ago, and the Karen was asked to move her horse. Also, I wouldn't let her kid ride my horse because, one, it was 36 degrees outside. And two, my horse doesn't really like kids. It was a super hot summer day, and I was walking my horse to the wash rack after lunging him. Must be Celsius. Karen walked up to me while I was washing my horse. We had a normal conversation until she asked if her kid could ride my horse. I told her, no, it's too hot out and my horse doesn't really like kids. She stormed off and I put my horse in pasture and went into the tack room and grabbed my saddle. Grabbed? Grabbed. I don't know. I took my saddle outside to wash it and Karen stomped up to me screaming at me with her kid in tow, calling me an entitled a-hole. She grabbed my saddle, threw it on the ground, and then she picked up the stand my saddle was on and threw it into my saddle before storming away. Why does your kid deserve to ride anybody else's horse? especially a horse you're not familiar with. And while it sounds like you two are familiar with each other in passing, it doesn't sound like you're like really close friends, you're not related. Why does this guy owe you anything? Why does that horse owe you anything? And then to start damaging other people's property over the whole ordeal is just way too entitled for me. I don't care if it's my car, a skateboard, a bicycle. If I tell you I don't want you driving it, operating it, whatever, then the answer is no. Get over yourself. People are astounding. The reason my cousin doesn't talk to his mom. This isn't about me, but rather my cousin, Mark. Fake name, male 24. I knew he was in North Carolina with his bio mother, but I never knew why. Nor have I asked since it wasn't my place to ask. Till my grandma told me the reason, with no prompt mind you, she was like, Oh, by the way, this is why. When he was eight years old, his father, my mother's brother, and his mother divorced. According to my grandma, she was entitled, demanding, and just plain rude. They had shared custody of him, but my cousin hated being with his mom, since she would spend her time with him complaining about his father. Then she married again to a man that had a daughter, eight at the time, from a previous marriage, and things got worse, since her mother would completely ignore him in favor of her new daughter. And here's the reason he now doesn't talk to her. They would go to trips to Disneyland without him. They would leave him home alone with a babysitter, and then when they were back, the stepsister would rub it in his face about the trip. And this didn't happen once, but over four times from the ages of 10 to 14. And at 16, he moved in with his father full-time and went to North Carolina with his mother. I'm assuming birth mother. If you didn't ask the question, then grandma sounds like a little bit of a gossip. But we all do that within family from time to time. You know, sometimes things are just a little too hard to keep secret forever. Anyway, yeah, if you remarry and then ignore your child, adopted, whatever, step I don't care, and proceed to place the other child that came into the marriage on a pedestal above the other child. In fact, placing any one child over another on a pedestal, you know, claiming favorites, you're just a special kind of asshole. All of my kids, whether they are step, whether they are biological, whether they are adopted, it doesn't matter. They are my kids. They all get treated the same. Don't get me wrong. I can be an a-hole. I'm a little rough around the edges when it comes to discipline, but they all got the same treatment, whether I was being nice or whether I was being an a-hole or whether they deserved whatever treatment they got. It doesn't matter. They all got the same treatment. I never treated anybody more special than the other. There's just no right way to do that. Oof. I, 21 male, think that my father, 60 male, has forgotten about me. Last year, my parents divorced. Ever since, my father's been seeing and even before they got divorced, a woman who is now his partner. She has an 18-year-old son. I've been noticing that my father doesn't tell me when he visits the capital where I live, probably because he only comes and stays to see his partner and her son. 
I only see him once a week for about two hours or so, maybe even less. I feel like he's forgotten about me, that his priorities have changed, that I'm not relevant to him anymore. I feel like crap. It breaks my heart to think that the son of another person sees my father more times than I do, and that my father cares more about him than he does about me. A few days ago, he went to Australia. Good day, mate. He sent me a WhatsApp photo with a kangaroo. The photo was a recent photo that said his new friend, implying that that photo was taken and sent by someone else, and that he only resent it to me. I'm pretty sure he went to Australia with his partner, and yet he never invited me to any of his business trips. I don't know what to think or do at this point. Am I being entitled? What do you think? I don't think you're being entitled. Maybe with the business trips, I don't know. I guess it just depends, but for him to spend more time with the other son, and don't get me wrong, if that's his partner, then he's basically taking a parental role in that other guy's life. Does the 18-year-old live there? Does he see him more than you, even in those circumstances? So, I, I don't know. Are you still living at home? You know, there's a lot of context left out of this story. But overall, sometimes we as parents don't think through everything clearly. We're human. We're, we make mistakes. We're fallible. doesn't make it right. But sometimes it takes you, the person who feels put upon, to bring up the conversation. Say, listen, you want to go out to dinner one night and whatever? I, I would really like to sit down and talk with you for a little while. Anything. Coffee, come to the house, go to the park and sit on a bench. Who cares? And just let them know how you feel and why you feel that way without, you know, you don't have to cause a fight over it. Just just let them know this is what's going on in your world and you just want him to either confirm or deny or just to acknowledge that you're letting them know how you feel. I mean, I'm not the best at doing any of this myself. I mean, I am who I am. I know the practical side of it doesn't mean that I can actually implement it all the time, but eh. sometimes you got to give it a shot. I'm not saying it's your responsibility, but if you want that relationship, sometimes you got to be the one to reach out a little harder. So yeah, I don't know. Without context, it's hard to go any deeper than that. Wow, what a long title. My 61-year-old mother just found the will of my deceased father's parents, and although she's given 20 k the rest of their estate goes to myself and my sister. My mother said to us that we have to give our portion to her. Of course I'd give her money if she needed it, but my dad died two years ago, and she spent a million dollars of his life insurance on trivial things. My sister's disabled and easily manipulated, so she said yes, but I feel it's unfair to both of us to be expected to just give her money against what the will says. She's angry. She called me selfish, but it's in the will? I'll give her some of it because she's my mom and I love her, but surely I shouldn't be expected to give her everything? I feel a bit angry because she was very mean to me and also because my sister, who is disabled and can't work full time, might actually need this money to survive. Anyway, I appreciate any comments or advice. Update. We had a long chat and she apologized. She now only wants a small portion in acknowledgement of her being part of the family. Yes, she still wants something, but it's up to me and my sister to decide when my grandparents are dead. She's still a bit entitled, but whatever. Hopefully things will blow over. At the moment, I'm okay with her having some, maybe 50 to 100k out of a million. Wow. But I'm sure that when I have kids, my priorities will change. I'm going to start trying with my husband in the next year or so. And I didn't make any promises. My uncle, the executor of the will, found a letter from his father saying that they gave my mom 150k already as her inheritance earlier, and upon this realization, mom is somewhat appeased, as is he. I think things are okay for now. Thank you, everyone. I'm still going to copy that will and keep it safe, but I believe the critical period is in the past. Also, she agreed that my sister would only match what I give, 
which is a major improvement. Again, there's no real family dynamics given here, no context to anything. A lot of these stories are one-sided, and I get that because it's one person telling the story, and it's from their perspective. Mom does sound a little entitled, for sure. I could see her asking, you know, saying, you know, I'd really like a little bit more if possible, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but, you know, it's really up to you and your sister. And if your mom's willing to mess up the family ties over all this, then she gets what she gets. Maybe no cash, maybe no family. I don't think anybody's ever really left me anything. Uh, my dad didn't really have much to leave, and what he did have went to my mom and stepmom, and that was that. And I think most of it was just insurance stuff or survivor benefits, whatever. That, that's got nothing to do with me. And even if he did have money, what do I care? I mean, would it be nice having money? Sure. Am I waiting for people to kick off so that I can get money? No. Seriously, I'd rather have the people around. Most people. Some people, I really couldn't care less. I don't wish ill will on them, but I don't need them around me either. And as far as your sister goes, yeah, taking advantage of somebody who's disabled, I could see, maybe not your mom, but somebody needs to be entrusted with being like a, uh, not executor, almost like a power of attorney to help guide her with her purchasing decisions so that she doesn't run out of money in a year or two and that she can have investments maybe to help with income coming from that money, you know, interest, whatever, to help keep that going so that, you know, maybe she can go to work, but she doesn't necessarily have to work like a full-time job or something. So yeah, somebody really needs to look out for her and you need to look out for yourself. Whatever you do, do it through a lawyer, family or not. I know everybody says blood is thicker than water, but blood will also stab you in the back quicker than most strangers. So it's sad, but it's true. My stepdad is pretending to have mental issues so that my mom and I take care of him financially. Me, 19, and my stepdad, 38, have never really had a great relationship. However, for the 14 years he's been in my life, I've always tried to keep the peace and respect him despite his childish and selfish acts. When I turned 18, I got a good job, and ever since, he's started to pretend to have issues at work, claiming his boss is bullying him and whatnot. Why is everybody always picking on me? My mom is self-employed and works from home and makes good money. I work at a high-end corporate job and make good money too. He himself also had a great job, making more than my mother even. Growing up, he would always buy things for my brother, his son, and not me. My mom would always buy me stuff to compensate and demand that he treats her kids equally, Till I eventually said I don't care to receive anything from him. Anyway, it's present day and he has quit his job for a bit over a year now, and I'm about to turn 20. He keeps traveling and disappearing for months, claiming he's getting mental health treatment or claiming his boss is trying to kill him, so he must leave the country. My birthday's in three weeks and I've planned a huge party. He recently returned home, leaving us confused as he can be claiming he's not currently fit to work and that my mom and I will have to step up and take care of him financially till he's fit to work again. Mind you, my mom has had multiple brain surgeries, and he never not once took care of her. She had to still cover her half of all the bills and take full financial care of me and herself. My mom refused, proposed a divorce. His mom has been harassing us about the situation, claiming we are monsters and, and how we should be grateful because he was a father figure to me. I told her to go F off and reminded her he wasn't even a father figure to his son, much less me. Honestly, I don't care if she thinks anything of me, but she works at the same place as me and has started spreading rumors. Should I tell HR? I don't know if I should, because that old bag is close to retirement. But if she keeps testing me, I'll give her an early retirement. <sighs> this is why I hate these stories. 
And who knows how much of it is true, but I do know that there is a possibility that a great possibility that it's true. Bleh, I can't talk. Anyway, because I've seen enough people like this out there in the world, there really are people who think they're that special that people should just take care of them. For his mom to get involved is just totally ridiculous and proves just how childish he really is. And yes, OP, if she works in the same place as you and she's spreading rumors throughout your building, your job, whatever, your place of employment, then yes, you need to take it to HR and have them tell her to knock it off. Leave personal business at home, away from the job site, whatever. If you can't remain professional, you got to go. As far as your relationship with her and her son, screw them. You don't need all that. You're an adult now, so it'll all work out. Trust me. So, mental health isn't a thing? EP is entitled parent. UC is entitled parent's kid, not entitled. PO is police officer. For context, one evening I derided or decided to go to a restaurant and chill and have a nice dinner and overall relax for the weekend night when EP and UC sit at a table next to me. They start talking about some things and suddenly this is when I hear something from the kid. Hey mom, I got something from school today. The kid was around 10. Entitled parent. Oh, what is it? The kid says, I got an award for being safe. Parent says, what? I got an award for being safe. The parent says, well, why isn't it an academic award? Uh, mom, but I got an award. Now the entitled parent says, you see, you're failing in school. Why do we even send you there? Emotional damage. Now at this point, I'm feeling pretty sorry for the kid until he said something that still surprises me now. The kid says, that's it. You always get mad at me for not doing well enough in school. And even when I try, you just say I don't and ground me. Now, when I show you an award from school, you get mad at me and effing berate me for something that my teachers decide? I'm sick and tired of you always acting like I'm a failure. You even promised me a holiday if I passed the test, but then when I got number one in the class, you told me we couldn't go because my score wasn't high enough. Go F yourself B. Now, after this, a server asked the two to leave when EP said this. Kick him out into the streets, not me. The staff member was about to say something when the kid chimed in. Hold up, did you say for them to kick me into the effing streets? What is wrong with you? Do you even care about my mental health? The entitled parent says, you shut your mouth and sit down. Also, your academics are more important than your mental health. Just wait until you get a job. Deal with taxes and have annoying bratty kids who don't respect their parent for doing what's best for them. After some more arguing, which seemed to be in Chinese, they were kicked out and I could just hear the entitled parent yell at the kid. I feel really bad for the poor guy. Again, there's so little context here, but if they are an Asian family, like you said, then there may be some cultural pressure here. I, I don't condone her pushing grades above mental health and everything else, but grades are important and the kid seems to be trying, but then you have this cultural element, even though they're wherever you were, I don't know if they were in the States or not, but you know, in a lot of Asian countries, whether it's China Thailand, Japan, whatever, there's a lot of pressure for really, really high grades. Some of that is society. Uh, some of it is governmental. You know, if your kid doesn't get above a certain score doing whatever, you know, they're, as their grades go down, they get less and less choices. And I don't mean just like here, like, you know, you don't go to school, you end up in whatever kind of job you can get without a high school diploma. Over there, sometimes if you don't you know, you could even ace things, but if everybody else aced a little higher than you, then you still get relegated to whatever they tell you you're going to do. It really just depends on where you live. But anyway, again, no excuses for mom here. 
And starting all this crap in the middle of a restaurant is just total nonsense. There's no reason for that. These are discussions that you have at home. Is mom a little over demanding? Probably. Was the kid right for flipping out on mom? Possibly. But again, in the middle of a restaurant, maybe that's where he felt safe because at home he gets shouted down and isn't allowed to talk at all. I don't know. The whole thing just sounds messed up to me, but hopefully this kid's a teenager by now and uh, he won't have but a couple more years until he can get out on his own and then both he and mom will be happy. Hopefully. YouTube thinks you're going to like this video right here. Give it a click. Go on, do it. Until the next one, we'll see you.